0: But still, I think the drum set is meant to be um, like a, an, an instrument that accompanies other musicians. That's the, that's the Maybe well, there are different kinds of solo artists who make really interesting stuff just with drums alone. But still, the, the basic meaning of drums is actually that it's an instrument where people can dance to, but it's the foundation of song to me. Oh, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what I love doing. I love to create music with other people. and.
1: Today I'm talking to the drummer, David Eibel. Hi, Hello. David.
0: Hi, Petra. Nice to meet you.
1: Lovely to meet you here on Zoom. You've got, <laughs> you've got such a nice background.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, the painting and the, and the sky.
0: Yeah, it is. the painting is <laughs> actually a painting of my father. You made really? it 30 years ago yes beautiful Mm -hmm. so
1: tell me about this painting is your is your dad a painter
0: he is yeah um he actually he was then he stopped for a long time and now he started it again because um he retired and so there's a lot of time for um to pick up old you know like passions again
1: yeah Mm -hmm. great that he does it why did he stop
0: um, I don't know really, mainly for I guess family reasons because he thought it would maybe get in the way of, um, you know spending enough time with family and kids mm. and hmm.
1: maybe I'll have I think
0: to... there's been more to it, but yeah, but been you know, a longer story, yeah,
1: yeah, maybe I'll have to talk to your dad as well,
0: oh, yeah, you should, yeah, you should <laughs> oh,
1: that would be great, that would be great. <laughs> But listen, David. I first want to say uh, your Instagram page is so interesting. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. amazing how you did it. Um, you know, it's you—you you took uh, drumming to a whole different level for me.
0: Oh, thanks. It's great to hear.
1: Yeah, and and you seem to be very creative because uh, not only can we see that on your Instagram page, but. You seem to try and and uh, create different sounds as well. You're interested in sound?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I actually really love. It's it's the best thing about drumming that I'm into. Um it's um, I just love exploring this you know, universe, because uh, it's a never ending thing, really. Um, I tried so many different drum kits and tunings and styles of playing and microphones and um, editing techniques. And it really never ends. There is so much more Mm -hmm. to discover. And um, I think especially with with, um, drums, because there's just so many variations um, you can go into. Mm
1: But this made me really think um, when I saw all this, you know, that uh, I used to think of drums as the background or the rhythm or, and and, and, and I think many people f- see it that way. But what you did really was to show me that, that the drumming has a, a sound, not not just, but a musical sound. You know, it's almost as if you can listen to the drums on its own, and by these sounds that you create, it it fascinates me that that you that I actually want to hear only the drum.
0: Wow, what a nice compliment. Thanks. Um mm. well I think it's both really. Um drum, the drum set and drums and percussions um are actually in parts meant to accompany other instruments, I think. Um, but also um, and especially some jazz drummers um went down that road. Um they like took it to a different level in terms of like make it stand um on its own and really try to play melodies on the drum set and not only um you know play a beat and that's it, mm. but really try to phrase um songs and shape songs with sounds, but also with um. Like the melodies they play on the drums like the different rhythms with how they change rhythms and sounds in songs and that's really interesting to me it's like the question um for me is when i record drums and that's what i mainly do is how can i support the song and the lyrics and the voice of the artists and the like the basic concept of the song how can i support all of this best with what I do on the drum set? How can I, you know, make the song shine? How can I elevate it in a way or and that very often means a lot of different things. Sometimes it means play very quiet. Sometimes it means playing really like aggressively and with harsh sounds and and distort them afterwards in the editing, for example. So um, and that's what makes like all these variations and all these different styles it what makes it so interesting
1: Hmm. but uh you talk about editing now so editing do you do you mean in the sense that you just lower the sound or or highlight the sound or do you change something about the sound
0: yeah both of it um well um I try with each step of the recording process, I try to get as close as possible to the notion I had when I started. Okay. So like mm-hmm. that's kind of important to me that I that I know where I'm going because if I have no idea where I want to go, then it's hard to get somewhere because someday every everything's cool and other days then maybe nothing is cool if, if you have no like notion of of where you want to go to. But then if I have a basic understanding of what the drum set should do in a song, then I try to follow that notion which which um, with each step, meaning that I um, choose the drum set, then I tune the drum set, then I um, try to find the right beat and play around with the grooves and the sounds that I found. And then I put microphones to the drum set. And then when I record it, I treat uh, the sounds that I recorded, meaning that I compress oh, them okay. or EQ them or maybe mm. distort them or maybe put some other effects on it, depending on on how natural or maybe not natural I want to sound the drums. Yeah.
1: But I I want to dissect your your uh Instagram page now because all the pictures I see I so want to know why did you do that or, or, or what is that what you did but yeah. the first thing I want to ask is there's a there's a picture of of the drums with red a red floral it looks like fabric that's on the drums
0: oh yeah okay uh-huh. I know so, what you mean. tell
1: me about that
0: that's really just for dampening it makes a, a oh, very see. very different sound if you dampen the drum heads with um anything really but in this kind uh, in this special case with uh, fabrics that are actually made for that there are exactly the same oh, size see. as the drums if yeah, i mean the right video i don't know which one you saw but um there are Actually, um, a drum student of mine made those for me.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's
0: a ten-year-old girl. It's my only drum student. It's the only drum student I have, and uh, oh, she, that's
1: so sweet.
0: And she actually made those for me because I thought, oh, that would be really practical to have them in exactly the same size as the drums mm-hmm. are, and then she made them. But they are for dampening. They they change the sound of the drum. Mm-hmm yeah and um it makes the drum drier you know because the the heads the drum hands that they, they, they can't ring anymore mm-hmm. because it, oh I see they yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. and um that makes a lot of difference if you especially if you put microphones um, close to the drums then the sound gets really like beefy and thick and uh, like a very mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, uh, there's also one that I saw with—is um, it goat skin mm-hmm. with hair? And and I've never seen that before.
0: There is one guy in Canada actually um, who does that, and he just leaves the fur um, yeah. of the skin. Uh, on the skin. So that has a similar effect uh, than uh, putting something on the drum set. It's dampening mm-hmm. because the heads are very thick, or he makes them very thick for me because I especially told him what I need. And then he's called Ryan McKay from Bowie Percussion. He's a really nice guy um, and he's really good at that. So he can make all kinds of different uh, natural drum heads. Mm-hmm. And this one is special, and I think he's. De- maybe there is another guy who does that but i I know only i know these hats from him and i think he kind of invented this so he leaves the fur on the drum head and it has a very dampening effect so they sound kind of kind of they don't have much you know high frequencies because Mm um these get dampened by the by the fur actually
1: well i'm from south africa and um the the Africans there, they well traditionally, that's their instrument. They they use the springbok uh, yeah. skin on it, and and it still has the fur on. So yeah, true. Uh, sure. yeah. I saw
0: so, it on traditional drums. You're right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So that was that. I've never seen that on on a, 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 yeah. a modern or a contemporary drum set like that. So that was. Um, amazing to see and to hear you know how it sounds in in that setting but Mm. then you also there's a there's this drum set that looks like it's a makeshift one you know that it looks like a wheel cap or something and uh,
0: okay yeah there's definitely sometimes a wheel cap in my drums yeah um I don't know which way you really did uh, take a close look to. I did.
1: I did. I'm
0: a stalker. (laughs) I'm honored. I'm really (laughs) honored. Awesome. Um, Yeah, um, that's also part of the sound experimenting thing. You know, I just try to see what kind of sounds I can get out of different things. Sometimes things I find somewhere. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Because I thought that uh, when I saw that, I thought, OK, so is this guy going around the world and or going around town and looking for things to beat?
0: <laughs> I sometimes do. Really, I do. I really? go to you know junkyard and, and try and find stuff like especially like interesting metal sheets or, or this um, wheel cap. And yeah, it's just fun to do.
1: Well, I, I spoke to a, a sculptor once and I asked him if he looks at people and, you know, look at the nose or the ear and think, hey, that's an interesting ear to sculpt. And he said mm-hmm. that he does, you know, that he would sit in a meeting and, and for instance, see an ear and think, hey, nice ear, I must remember the shape. So do you yeah. do that with drumming as well? Do you, do you just go somewhere and see an object and think, I wonder what that would sound like if I play it, you know, if if you hit it. Very
0: often, very often. (laughs) And I usually try it then. And (laughs) it's weird because uh, my girlfriend is embarrassed when I'm like uh, taking a walk with her and then I try how things sound. And she's like, come on, that's weird. (laughs) But yeah, I do that actually. And then (laughs) if I can, I, I take them to the studio because I can, you know, I can really only tell how things sound when I record them because they usually do something different when you put microphones to them.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: Things have a special sound for themselves, of course, but like mm-hmm. if I, you know, like knock on the table or knock on wood or I try, I don't know. Um, bouncing a stick I'm um, kind of a metal thing that makes a sound for itself of course and it sounds sometimes interesting and if it sounds interesting then I think oh that must be cool to record it because then I can you know do lots of different oh, things yeah, yeah. With this sound mm-hmm. mm. yeah treat it differently mm. well
1: you're now really going to think of a stalker but I saw you play with a baby toy as well you did drumming on a on a it,
0: it's <laughs> that's quite a long time ago but, uh, yeah that belongs that's why to my... i
1: thought okay he's going around just yeah. trying everything that,
0: yeah that belongs to my niece okay. um, that was just really that was just fun
1: yeah no but that's why i say you it's it's so lovely to see your instagram page you just and and you know what it's it's like you make me aware of things you know so um to make me aware of, you know, what what sound what different things um can bring different sounds. And mm-hmm. of course, when the rhythm is with it, it's it sounds very much musical. And I think we don't realize it in everyday life that uh that these things are around.
0: Mm-hmm. That's lovely. That's lovely. Yeah. I love that if it has this effect on you that you think differently about the Things. absolutely
1: yeah yeah no absolutely i'm not saying i will go walk as walk around starting to drum but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, i, I think better. you know i think like hey okay yeah but now um you are you collaborate with bands or how do you how do you make your music
0: um, I do collaborate with bands. Actually, there were some interesting um, new developments in the last two weeks, actually. There were two new bands asking if I would play with them, and i really love to because um, I was kind of looking for a band where I really have the feeling to fit in with what I do, like with the I way know. I play. With um, You know, I'm not so good at trying to... Um, pretends to be something that i'm not meaning um i'm not so good if i think like before starting an event that i think that i need to do a perfect job there or that i need to sound this very specific way in order to fit in a way that's not really my way but a way that's probably the way somebody else would sound maybe the drummer that played before me and so um, I was really wishing for a band where I had the feeling that I, I could, you know, play as I would like to play and still um, contribute to this specific oh, yeah. sound of the band. And I think that I um, just very recently found two bands at Amazing. the same time who asked who were asking me if I would like to play with them. Yeah. And um, I really am looking forward to this and it's going to start like in February and there are a couple of nice concerts planned, so we'll see. Oh, so, that's yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I'll be following you uh, in, in, anyway, so so I'll be looking at what, what comes up there. But cool. this must be also for a drummer, and I wouldn't say an issue, but a um, a thing that you have to be also as an um musician be able to not just be the background and the rhythm and and there but that you have to have people to to um collaborate with in the sense that you make music together that you are really Mm -hmm. part of the music
0: yeah it is um being a drummer who plays drums on his own all the time is quite boring it's sometimes fun like way i do it experimenting with sounds then i can you know i do not easily get bored with myself if i like do my experience and explore drums but still i think the drum set is meant to be um like an, an instrument that accompanies other musicians that's the that's the Maybe, well, there are different kinds of solo artists who make really interesting stuff just with drums alone, but still, the, the basic meaning of drums is actually that it's an instrument where people can dance to, but it's the foundation of songs to me. Oh, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what I love doing. I love to create music with other people, and um, I can do that in the studio a lot of times because people would ask me to play on their music, they would send me songs, and then I would play on the songs and then send them back um, their songs oh, I see. with drums. Okay. Mm. so that's basically my main job then of Mm -hmm. course in the life situation and I also tried to do that in a third way I founded a a company last year called Relate Audio and Relate Audio creates loops there are many many companies and many drummers and artists who create loops and you can sell loops to other um, producers and artists who then can create their music Mm -hmm. from these loops the problem for me with loops is usually that they sound a little bit generic sometimes and they, Mm. you you know, they repeat after four bars. And then sometimes they are, can be a little boring. Mm. So my idea was, what if I would record these loops together with other artists? So you can really have this live interaction in a loop. I would invite, for example, a bass player and ask him if he would like to record a sample pack or a loop pack with me, then we would spend two days in the studio. And um okay. have you know this interaction going on um just by playing with each other and then um we will cut loops out of that and by that you can always you have always two loops, like a bass loop and a drum loop, and but these two loops they go together, oh, they're, they're, rec- okay, mm. they're recorded together. So that was the idea, and that's the kind of my my third way to you know like make music with others as a drummer. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. And, and do you have your own studio or do you have to go?
0: To- I rent a studio. It's not really my own, but I was very, very lucky um, to find this place. Um, it's beautiful. It's in an old, um, you know, it's actually a barn or something. Um, but he's, oh, he made it very beautiful. It's a big room, like 60 square meters, and um, there are a lot of big windows and it sounds really good in there and I was very fortunate um, to find this beautiful room. Mm -hmm.
1: But um, your drums now, or the drum kit, that's not an easy thing to transport. I mean, it's not like a a bass player or guitarist that that just take the instrument wherever they go. So yeah. Is this something that hinders you a little bit? I mean, how what you ha- always have to think of the logistics when you go somewhere?
0: Mm, I do, especially because um since Corona, I uh, don't have a car anymore because I thought that I um like back then I didn't need it because there were mm-hmm. no live gigs. so I thought, well, it's just useless if it's standing around somewhere. Yeah. So um now I try to see how far I can get without having a car as a drummer. But I noticed that it's getting quite hard as soon as you play Mm -hmm. a lot live because that requires exactly the uh, logistics Mm -hmm. that you mentioned. You have to think in advance, like, when do I need a drum set? Where and how does it get there? And of course, I can always rent a car, which I do then. Um, um, It's a lot more effort but then if you would just like have a car parked outside, mm. but yeah, that's an issue. Definitely. Um, like it's, it requires some organizational skills sometimes, um, because I don't have like every part, uh, um, You know, like uh, for example, uh, a drum chair. I don't have that uh, three times because, but I own one drum chair or two. But sometimes I would need a third or a fourth because there is a rehearsal there, and then I need one in the studio, and then there is a live gig next day somewhere else. So sometimes, um, yeah. But uh, there is some behind. Yeah, but But it's uh, quite manageable. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: But now, how did you start playing the drums? At what age were you when you started playing?
0: Oh, I was was very young. I think I started at six or seven. Um,
1: Really? And what was it about the drums?
0: I don't know. There was something that fascinated me um, when I was very young. Um, And I think it started by seeing uh, the drummer of the local marching band. Mm. And I was really a fan of his. Um, I, I I just really liked what he was doing it was just you know like it was not a, he was a good drummer it was like okay but it was just a marching band but i just liked the rhythm and not of this of the you know of the bass drum but of the snare drum i don't know i don't know why but that fascinated me and then for my sixth birthday um i got a small like plastic drum because i wished for it and then i got it and and then soon after that i started um at music school i um, like at the age of seven i think so my parents were very supportive.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: Well, you know, and then there are always like faces. Sometimes you practice more. And then of uh, course, a couple of years where I didn't do much at all. But I always kind of kept going and never really stopped. And then um, uh, after graduating college, I thought, well, what would I like to do? And then I thought about studying drums. and as I don't know why, but this idea kind of manifested and then I wouldn't let go. And mm-hmm. then I would try and, uh, you know, pass the um, pass the exam that's required for entering the, the um, yeah, university. So, yeah, and then things like kept going.
1: But how amazing that your parents supported you, because I can just imagine, uh, you know, a six, seven year old who requests a drum set
0: or... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might be annoying, you would think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's yeah, but I actually I think, yeah, yeah And a drum kit's not a small thing. I mean, you, you, it's not the, you, like you know a small instrument. You, you really have to have the space for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, my uh, my parents lived the countryside and they had a big house, so okay. there was enough space, and um, the neighbors were far enough away so they, that I they wouldn't. Yeah, get I wanted to ask paranoid. that as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were really supportive, and I'm, I'm really um, thankful for that.
1: Yeah. But in in uh, I mean, you must have a drum kit at home, so and if you play, do you have to? perhaps specific times where you play, because I can assume that the well, neighbors would also I'm not be so happy. Uh,
0: sorry, I'm, I'm living in an apartment now, um, so I don't have a drum set at home, because that's yeah. really just not possible. I mean, I have a practice pad or something usually lying around somewhere, but I can practice in the studio. So okay. okay. Just go so, there.
1: Mm. Mm. But um, tell me, David, now, what? Uh, what is the wish for you for the future? You have these great bands that you're now part of, but what still would you love to do?
0: I really would love to continue what I'm doing right now, like making music, uh, music with others, uh, recording beautiful music and really go into detail there, spending a lot of time in the studio and um, actually like making songs and producing songs with others. That's just what I love doing. And then... Maybe what I wish for in terms of related audio, like this company I founded last year, the long-term vision of that is that I can, by recording stuff with other musicians, that I can really create a network, um, a network that maybe also includes other companies, uh, a lot of other musicians, and maybe NGOs. um, And with this network, I would like to use to you know, um, create awareness or raise awareness and funds for, for people and topic who I think are in need of it. That would be like really a nice thing if I could achieve that um, by collaborating with a lot of artists all over the world. Um, yeah, that would be that would be great.
1: So in, in that sense, where you said working with NGOs and uh, do you mean people in countries where there's no funding for them as musicians or what? For
0: example, mean? that can mean a lot of different things. Um, it could mean that um, I collaborate with a musician somewhere in, I don't know, let's say South America mm-hmm. and uh, record a sample pack with him. So we do together produce a product that we can actually sell. And then by collaborating with this position in that area, we could maybe team up with a the company there or an NGO there and say, well, um, by creating this sample pack together and by collaborating with each other, we could actually, um, you know, give the collaboration a name and say, we are doing this for, um, I don't know, a region, a topic, oh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: another maybe person. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe this there is um, a special... Let's say I don't know a company or an NGO who's already um, uh, dealing with this topic in that mm-hmm. area. Then we could team up, and then we could like make it bigger and create, mm-hmm. yeah, more awareness. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. But that's still a long way to go because I just started the company. But that's the vision. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, well, I'm going helpful. to yeah, I'm going to think about that because I would love for you to collaborate with South African artists.
0: Wow, that would be awesome! Yeah. yeah,
1: because I think there are a lot of very talented artists in South Africa, and and of course they don't have the exposure that uh, artists have in Europe and in America. So yeah. uh, I'm going to keep this definitely that at the be, back that of would my be. head. So awesome!
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that
1: maybe you do something nice in South Africa.
0: Cool, <laughs> I would love that.
1: But mm-hmm. David, um. This was so great to talk to you. Uh, Really, I'm such a big fan and uh, I'll be watching you closely, stalking you still. Thank you so much. (laughs) Seeing what you get up to. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe I'll start banging here somewhere in Vienna on something that I find (laughs) might make a sound. (laughs) (laughs) And please, um, let me get in touch with your dad. It would be so lovely to talk to him as well about his painting.
0: Yeah, that would be great. I asked him if he would like to do that first um, because I think he might not be comfortable with talking in English. Oh, I
1: see. Okay, (laughs) let's see. Let's see what we can do.
0: But I'll definitely ask him. I think he would be honored. Okay. Yeah.
1: Great. David, have a lovely day.
0: Thank you. You too. And
1: I hope to meet you in person one day.
0: Me too. Okay. (laughs)
1: Bye-bye, David.
0: Bye.